Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome in to the CHGO Blackhawks post-game podcast. The Hawks beat the Leafs 4-1 in Toronto. Welcome in. I'm Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyson and Mario Tirabasi. We are thrilled to have you with us here tonight. Before we get started, we are, what, 67 uh, subscriptions away from 40,000 on YouTube? I'm looking up the live number as we speak. All right, if you're here, hit that subscribe button. We would love for you to do that, including Connor Pearson Ward, the Leafs fan who dropped in to say good game. He's Thanks, a frequent, Connor. Frequent White Sox viewer. He's also a Sox oh, fan. Oh, nice. Yeah, appreciate we're only that. 60 away now. A All Sox right, 60 and a away. Leafs fan. That's an interesting All existence. Right. Well, he's probably that subscribed hit. already, but hit that subscribe button on YouTube for Thank us. You, Connor. Make sure you smash that like button. If you're listening on the podcast, jump on our YouTube, subscribe there, and then give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. There's so much to get into in this game. It was such a great response. We talked about it in the pregame today mm-hmm. of how we really expected the Hawks to come out ready to play this game after how they were not ready in Montreal. This was a hell of a game, and I don't remember feeling quite as stressed watching a Hawks game in quite a while. It here felt like a playoff game because <laughs> it had been so long yeah. since we had felt invested in a hockey game like this, and... You saw them hanging in, and you knew, you know, for a while you felt like, oh, they're just kind of hanging on. But as you really started watching the game, there were parts of this game where the Hawks were controlling the play. It was a great, outstanding game. The numbers are going to be tilted because of the furious blitz at the end by Toronto, who pulled the goalie with four minutes left and basically didn't give up the puck the entire time. But what an impressive and gritty win against a true Stanley Cup contender with three rookie defensemen playing and all of them having really solid performances. Yeah. Uh, damn, it feels good to win games again in games that matter. Yeah. Like la- like last season, if this game happened last season, we'd be like chuckling to ourselves like, huh, well, that was a game they shouldn't have won. And <laughs> look, like this season, it does – like I'm, I'm not going into games being like, well, they shouldn't win this and that's going to be okay. There's games that they shouldn't win – that if if they don't, I'm not going to be, like, super upset as long as there's a good effort. Uh, but then there's games like like tonight where it was just, like, up and down the lineup. So many good performances. Mm-hmm. We were talking about, you know, who's going to be our nominees for our fourth star tonight. And we literally had to have a debate 
based off of good performances of right. who should be there. Whereas yeah. last year it was almost like pulling teeth oh, to figure out three guys to, to think. Remember who, that check that he threw in yeah. the second period? I guess we can give him one. Last season there were games where I was giving it to friggin' fans on, uh, you know, on yeah. the broadcast and, and <laughs> yeah, stuff exactly. like that. So to actually have, a no, you know, a number of guys to choose from that had good performances – it just it just feels good and and you know there's there's some people that are gonna say like no they shouldn't be winning games this is still F a that. rebuild do you but no all, all the you know the, this is not going to be a a tank atmosphere um, so if they win games like winning this game felt great it it feels so good to care about games again and to care about this team performing well and. I think that the guys that performed well tonight not only were some of the veterans, but some of the young guys too. We're going to talk a lot about him tonight. Alex Vlasic, have a fucking awesome. game. Like, just a, a wonderful performance from him. Arvid Soderblom too. He was he was just named the number one star of the game, deservedly so. It's just there's so much as as kind of upset that we were on Saturday night because of the result and the effort and the opponent. Um. <laughs> I'm going to family guy this one. That's how as good as it feels tonight <laughs> to have this performance uh, against Toronto. Well, after every game, we let you vote for the four star. And I see we got a lot of people here already. 130 people have smashed the like button. We love you for that. Nice. Keep it up. It. The three stars of the game. Number three, John Tavares. Cool. Cry yourself to sleep in your Maple Leaf sheets. Uh, <laughs> number two star, Andreas Athanasiu, who had a really good game. We're going to get to yes. him. Arvid Soderblom, number one star. So our nominees for four star of the game. And like Mario said, there are plenty of candidates. Mackenzie Entwistle with a goal, plus one, four penalty minutes, two hits, a shot, and 818 of ice time. That is making the most mm -hmm. of your ice time. He, he played his ass off. Two of those penalty minutes was hot garbage. Yeah, they were very ticky-tack. Uh, Vlasic finished the game with an assist, plus two, 22-17 of ice time, three hits, three shots, and was on the ice as the Leafs were trying to come back, mm -hmm. showing that he has full trust of Luke Richardson and the other candidate, Corey Perry, with a goal, plus one, five hits, two shots, 17-33 of ice time, getting into it with Ryan Reeves, giving it to the Toronto fans after he scores on a breakaway. <laughs> and before we move past it, that Corey Perry breakaway, which looked like a video game glitch, he was so open, yeah. that was a stretch pass from the goal line to the opposite blue line by Alex Vlasic over the stick of Mitch Marner, who's one of the better defending forwards in the NHL. What a brilliant pass by Alex Vlasic and the best game he's had in his career. Uh, Vlasic's got my vote. Jump on our YouTube, vote for it right now, and we'll reveal the winner at the end of the show. I think uh, I got a feeling Steven's going to be able to get that graphic done pretty early. <laughs> yeah, it'll be nice to be able to do that one. I mean, there's yeah. good choices. It's good choices, good choices. but uh, I think I know who's going to win that one. Um, yeah, like... We're going to celebrate wins this season. We said that all summer. We're not doing tank standings. We're not doing draft simulating spins. We're not doing any of that garbage. Yeah, we're not expecting the Blackhawks to make a playoff run here. But we're also, this season is not about trying to get the number one pick. If they still get a top five pick, awesome. Yep. They're we're not gonna, trying to get the number one pick. Right. If they fall backwards I mean, we'll into it. Sure. If the NHL rigs the, the draft again, sure. sure. I'm not going to be mad. That. I'm not going to get mad at them, but I'm just saying they're not trying yeah. to openly lose like they were last year. And yeah. there's reasons to celebrate tonight, whether you want them to finish you know, with the number one pick or not. The response. Mm-hmm. 
Saturday Huge. night in Montreal was arguably the worst game in the Luke Richardson era as far as execution and effort goes. It's up there that, that I could remember. Even in all those garbage games we had to sit through last year, you could never question the effort or execution. It was there most nights. It just mm-hmm. wasn't a very good team. Tonight, a full 60 minutes. Great effort up and down the lineup. Arvid Soderblom has been fantastic in his two starts. Yeah. So has Peter Mrazek. Like, through four games, Blackhawks have had really good goaltending. Just as we all predicted. What? Uh, what? Two goals allowed in the first game. Two goals allowed in the second game. Three. Three last night and one tonight. So That's two a game. Two a game. Yeah. Discounting right. empty netters. Right. So, your goaltending looks good. You had the response you wanted. You got a power play goal. Yeah. Some of your young pieces are are looking really good. Uh, we talk. We're going to talk a lot more about Vlasic. His look looks really good. Yeah. Something that he didn't show up on the stat sheet, but I want to give a shout out to Lucas Reichel. Played really well Much defensively. Better. Yes, looked defensively. Like, broke up a two on one yes. with Nylander and Matthews by yeah. back checking. Yep, like an NHL center does. So let's you know let's ride it out before we start. Like yeah, he didn't have any points. But he played a really good defensive game. Mm-hmm. Now, if there's only one thing that we need to to, to it's not nitpicking because it's a problem. Mm-hmm. If we if we need to criti- you know criticize something, this team sucks at the faceoff dot. Yeah, I got I gotta imagine S U X. It's NHL worst. It has to be. Oh, it was coming into the game, and it's going to go up by like point three points. Yeah. They were thirty one point seven. Heading into tonight's game, and it was 32.2 or whatever it was total, 32% tonight. So they're essentially 32%. That's one out of every three they win. You can't do that for a season. It works in baseball, not hockey. Right. You can go one for three for your career. You're a Hall of Famer. Go one for three at the faceoff dot. You're Kirby Dock. Not great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Like, it's not good. And listen – your top two centers are two guys that have never played that position at this level. So we expected some struggles. But the other guy has got to pick it up. Jason Dickinson struggled. Ryan Donato's been meh. Yeah. Like, you got to start. Was he three for he, four He tonight? was better tonight. Yeah. yeah he, was, he was better tonight. Donato led, yeah, three for four. Yeah, 75%. Uh, but you look at Jason Dickinson, three of 13. No. Yeah, he's yeah, got to yeah. be better. Uh, Lucas Reichel was four nine. Um, not great. No, uh, and Anthony, say you took six draws, only one two. Tyler Johnson, okay. 0 for 6. Oof. Connor Bedard, 4 for 13. It's not good. It's not good. They, they've got to do something. Last year, they were one of the best face-off teams in the league, at least to the trade deadline, because you had, you know, Taves, and, Taves. and Max Domi, Domi were at, like, 54%. Yeah. It didn't do them any good. Nope. <laughs> no. Like, they would no. win the face-off and then immediately give the puck to the other team, but you got to get – some consistent, especially when you're, you know, defensive zone against a team like Toronto, and they, they won 32% at the dot and still won by three goals against Toronto. Don't push your luck. Yeah, <laughs> right. Start yeah. Winning that, some, you're not going to do that very often. No, no. Well, the question is, though, like, and we probably have weekday shows, non post games, we could probably get into this more, but what's the answer? I mean, you're going to go trade for somebody just to win faceoffs in a season where. Wins are fun, and we're celebrating them, but do they really matter in the long run? Probably not. And statistical studies have shown that faceoffs make a very small percentile difference in wins or losses over the course of a season. But 
it would be nice when you're up a goal late and you have a draw in your own zone to actually win it. Right. And not give the team, you know, your opponent at least possession and a couple shots on goal maybe. It's 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 not ideal, but um, aside from that, it was just that's the only the negative. most fun I've had watching a game in years. Yeah, that's the only negative from tonight. Yeah, and I expect Bedard will get better. Reichel so. will get better. I mean, yeah, I mean, they, they, so. they, Tave sucked at rookie, his rookie, and they'll and, get better. But yeah. it needs to get better soon. But you need Jason Dickinson to get better. You need Tyler Johnson to get better. Mm-hmm. Those are guys that have done it for a long time. Like I don't want to harp on on Bedard and Reichel because you know th- those those are the things that. For a young center, that's like the last thing to really hit. Like I, I'd rather have them be point producers. Yeah. So those other two, other three or four guys have to well, start it, picking it up. Yeah, and and for guys like Reichel and Bedard, <clears throat> the nuance of taking a draw at the NHL level against the against the guys that have done it for years and years and years, it's gonna that's there's a learning curve there. There's guys yeah. like you know Sidney Crosby. Has been taking faceoffs for eighteen years. Yeah, and it's John the Tavares. And John, it's, yeah, yeah. These, like it's, it's these guys studs. have been doing it for years. They know all the ins and outs of, you know, yeah. stick positioning and body positioning Not and all get that any stuff. Easier with Nathan McKinnon the next game, right? Mark Stone <laughs> yeah, the game right. It's gonna, that. yeah. yeah there, it's it's definitely a uh, trial by fire at the dot. But again, like it's it's it, it can't be. You can't be in the thirty percent. Like that that has to get better. But yeah. that's. That's Yannick Perot's job. Yeah, I, it's four games, but it's of all the portions of the game. That's the thing I'm most concerned about. Like that's a good thing. The, yeah, if that's the biggest issue, yeah. then the, fine. I mean the 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 power play is what went what zero for fifteen before it scored, but it's you could see that it's coming. Like once some of these guys figure out shoot it more often but the movements there the talents there that will be fine the pk is still perfect on the season not concerned about that we, you know it's pretty good when, when taylor hall's in the lineup you've got depth scoring as we saw tonight mm-hmm. it was it was the bottom six getting the job done tonight so like all the facets the goaltending has been really good the young def- defensemen for the most part been better than expected yeah so right now, the only thing that really like has red lights, red flags going off yep. is is the faceoff. But you got seventy eight games to yeah. improve on it, and they'll figure it out. And, and look, you know that Connor Bedard is going to do everything he can to be as good at faceoffs as he can. Mm-hmm. He, that's what he does. He is obsessive about being the best at everything he does, and you know that he's probably in there right now taking faceoffs against somebody. <laughs> he probably grabbed John Tavares out of the Leafs locker room and said, "Come in here." We're doing face-off <laughs> drills now, you know? Like, so it's it's not – it's look, any young player struggles. Jonathan Taves, like I said, was had a tough rookie year at face-offs. He was in the 40s. Same with Sidney Crosby. With time and, and experience, it will come. But we should not be spending this much time on the effing face-offs when they beat the <laughs> Leafs 4-1 to one in right. Toronto and right. have one of the best performances they've had in years. And there's just so many guys in this game that deserve credit. And there were a few moments in this one where I got a little bit frustrated with Corey Perry – like making an extra pass, making an extra move. But boy, he was doing his job. Like the first time we saw him in full pudwack mode, getting under the skin of Ryan Reeves, who did he leave? I didn't see much of Ryan Reeves in the third period. Some Mackenzie Entwistle skate right by him to score that first goal. Yeah, he had plenty of time to write up his uh, bench tripping material because he wasn't on the ice. I think he was, uh, he missed the rest of the game with severe windburn. 
You got to tell us you're working on these things all the time. <laughs> is that Vin Diesel? Yes, it is. Yes. Uh, okay. If you're not, if you are listening on the podcast, you're going to want to go on YouTube and go to about the, what are we at? About 16 minute mark. And uh, look at the graphic that Steven made with Mackenzie and Whistle says for family. Uh, Mackenzie and Whistle versus the Maple Leafs. A goal, a shot, and a goal. That's 100% shooting, my friends. That's pretty good. And two hits. All right. We, we have a lot of new people here, so we need to <laughs> re-explain the Mackenzie and Whistle has no family joke that we make all the time. Oh, man. Rewind to the opening game last year in Denver. Oh, man. We talked to Mackenzie and Whistle after the morning skate. Old. And he was talking about how some of the veterans like have family in town with them for the home opener. And he said, I don't have a family. So it's a little bit easier on me or whatever he said, meaning no one's here with me in Denver. I don't have kids. Right. We took it and ran with it as he doesn't have a family. family. And we have more creatively and violently offed his family. Uh, Chuckle Mucko on Twitter today said they died in a riverboat casino accident. Um, So it just keeps coming. So when you see us refer to Mackenzie at Whistle the Orphan. Yes. They're not uh, actually dead. No, his only his, on the show. His dad was very much in uh, attendance for the his game. Grandma tonight. too, I believe. Uh, yeah, his grandma too. Like he's he's yes. got a family. And it's fine. You, we actually had <laughs> Mackenzie and Whistle on the show right after last yes. season. Yeah. We explained the bit to him, and he was a good sport. Because he was it, getting so. weird tweets. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> so "Oh, we now I know sorry. why people under that's our that. fault." Yes. Sorry. So, uh, <laughs> that that's the thing. In case yeah. you're wondering, uh, going back to Ryan Reeves. Uh, six thirty-eight, mm. nine total shifts. Yeah, his, uh, that went down from uh, from uh, his average before the game. Yeah, yeah. a lot. Yeah. Well, so, when you uh, start when you start chasing the game, that's when Ryan hey, Reeves starts sitting on the bench. Great, great three-year contract. You know, and then you got Tyler Bertuzzi, another guy that's going to change the culture. There takes a bad penalty. Yes, he is, and they <laughs> score a goal right after that. And uh, did Max Domi play tonight? I heard he started. I saw him pass up the opportunity I, I, to shoot. I, I heard he did. He, I did heard play. he signed with Toronto, but I, I don't play, recall yeah. seeing him once tonight. Yeah. I wow. saw a big ma- uh, fat fathead mask of his dad. Yeah, that was, in, that was in the crowd. Uh, yeah. Um, one shot on goal, three shot attempts for Max Domi. Mm. Yeah, I mean. eleven thirty-two. Yeah. Once this, uh, you know, once once the Blackhawks got up to that to the three one lead, the bench got real short, and it was a lot of Matthews and Marner right. and Tavares and uh, you know the, the the big guns. But Mitch Mitch Marner played twenty five fifty three. I'm not surprised. Austin Matthews twenty five forty eight because both those guys also play on the PK. Yeah. Well, I mean, and. Not that this they're is a Leafs g- podcast, I mean, gonna, but like they're going to do that. They're going to be dead. You're, yeah. No what are you losing. doing? No it's game keep, three for they them. They have a shitty coach, dude. <laughs> you're burning out your players in game three. Hey, that's and why maybe they, they wouldn't be so friggin' gas. Put put some other guys on the ice. Oh, they don't have Ask Sam. La- they don't have Sam Lafferty anymore. That's right. The fire and the passion. They needed that fifth round pick. They're no yeah. longer there. Uh, Austin Matthews finished with. Uh, nine shots on goal, and he Jesus. had zero in the first period. <laughs> so my four and a half came in. Double. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that definitely came came yeah. uh, with the over. But hey, the the, the Blackhawks ended the hat trick streak. Yeah, that's right. Someone had to get do a hat trick. He didn't even get a goal. Nope, they took that one off forty five seconds later. Was did he score it? I thought that it, was uh, Nylander scored. It looked like it tipped off. Oh, of Matthew, okay. but we'll never know because it doesn't it was, matter because <laughs> Nylander was happened. offside. It never happened. Yeah, that I, never I happened. said that when it happened, when they put fifty-one seconds back on the clock, I was like, you know what? I'd rather have a one-goal lead with six seconds and a two-goal lead with fifty <laughs> seconds against this team. But That's didn't matter. 
Yeah. Even though the Tyler, the Taylor Hall. Yeah, that one got wiped off too. Screwed me. That would that would have won me. you. Who's your hawk? Cost me unfortunately. the helmet. So hold on, hold on to what we got to do at the end of the All show. Right. I got in okay. trouble right. last show for sure. doing it too let's soon. Go, let's let's get back to the game. What do we what do we want to talk about? Well, let's about let's, let's take our first break here. But yeah, when we come back from the break, let's talk about Arvid Soderblom because he was absolutely outstanding Fantastic. in this game. Fantastic. Yes, uh, he was. Uh, Might have been hero of the night. He he was he was a hero between the pipes. Sell that. Let's go. He, he was a hero, and uh, that's a perfect lead into our new friends, Hero Bread. And they sent us some samples. They, they make some uh, very good uh, healthy breads and uh, tortillas as mm. well. Um, like so, a good tortilla. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's very good stuff. You may be counting carbs. Uh, you may not be counting carbs, but you may be looking to get more fiber or protein in your diet than Hero Bread is for you. It's got a lot of times, like, I tried to cut back on carbs, and you get some of these healthy breads and they just they don't yeah. taste it's like, like cardboard mm-hmm. they don't the texture's not there well that's not the case with hero bread they, the taste and texture of the bread is soft and fluffy and it is delicious mm-hmm. it's got primary uh nutrients high fiber and or ultra low net carbs and zero grams of sugar per slice that's good so if you want to get yourself Fewer calories than than the leading national brands, and five to gram, five to ten grams of protein per serving. Check out our friends at Hero Bread right now. Hero Bread is offering the CHGO family ten percent off their very first order. Just go to hero.co and use the promo code CHGO to save on Hero Bread today. That's hero, H-E-R-O dot C-O and save 10% today. Bread has always been my hero. I love bread. Mm-hmm. I love bread wow. and I love grass. And Sunnyside hey. is your home for judgment-free <laughs> cannabis shopping, a place where all kinds of visitors <laughs> are welcome to explore, discover, and purchase a wide variety of high-quality cannabis products. Sunnyside has everything you need to elevate and survive your football season and to celebrate your hockey wins. No matter where you are as a cannabis user, if you're a noob or if you're an experienced veteran in the world of cannabis, Sunnyside is the place for you to go. They've got easy online ordering and in-store pickup and a loyalty program called Sunnyside Rewards. Get rewarded for getting cannabis. That sounds awesome. Uh, they've got a wonderful house of brands. They talk all the time about Mindy's and Good News and Cresco. Uh, how about High Supply? They offer quality weed that's always available. Buds are expertly grown, lab-tested, and available in vape carts, vape pens, flour, popcorn, shake, pre-rolls, shorties, and concentrates, and Wonder Wellness Company. They want to make the world of cannabis simple to understand and easy to experience for everyone. The brand's low-dose formulations offered in gummies and mints allow people to control their high, whether it's for microdosing throughout the day or easing in to their cannabis experience. That's a great place to start, folks. And now through October 31st, ooh, that's Halloween, head to sunnyside.shop and use code CHGO25 at checkout for 25% off your total order. That's one use per customer and not stackable with other promos, but it's not only for new customers. Anyone can use that code, pick up everything you need to elevate your football season. Must be 21 plus or an Illinois MedCard holder. Again, that is sunnyside.shop, code CHGO25. Speaking yes. of uh, football season, Blackhawks, two wins, Bears, one. Yep. Our, our, yeah. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. We predicted that. We sure did. 
We got to find our poll. We got to find that and retweet that and get it out there. I believe our own Mark Carmen agreed that the Blackhawks were going to win two games before. Yeah. It's also not good that the uh, Bears started their season like much five, earlier. five weeks ahead of the yeah, much earlier. Blackhawks. But yeah. yeah. But hey, I mean, that's you don't become uh, Chicago's least dysfunctional team in that's the right. month of September of 2023. They might repeat I for think, nothing. I think they've got back. I think they got the back-to-back months uh, locked up. I think it might, might happen going again. Might happen. Well, Arvid Soderbloom, number one star of the game, uh, stopped 32 of 33 Maple Leaf shots, especially at the end yeah. with the Big empty saves. net. They were just peppering him. He's going post to post. He's making glove saves. He was absolutely wonderful in this game. And as we sort of like go through this rebuild, and we're going to talk about this too with like Vlasic and other guys, you kind of are figuring out like, okay, you can start sorting guys. Like, okay, who's who do we know is going to be someone you can count on for sure when you're ready to win again? All right, who are we not sure about yet? Who are we pretty sure won't be? And you start to silo these players, and Sutterbloom's making this case. I mean, we've all sort of assumed that at some point this year he's going to leapfrog Mrazic and be the starter, be it via injury or just performance. Yeah, yeah. And we've all sort of already penciled him in to be Camesso's backup. If he keeps playing like this, I mean, not every night he's going to stop 31 of 32, but he looks solid. He looks good. We talk about it all the time. He is so positionally sound and so quiet in the net. He's not flopping everywhere, you know, desperately trying to make saves. He knows where he is. He knows where his posts are. I've been really impressed with him, and this this was, I mean, top of my head, the most impressive performance I think he's had so far. Yeah, I mean, he, he kind of got hung out last year. Uh, a lot of games, um, 34 saves on 35 shots to be to be exact. So even better than that. Oh, and until um, that comes wrong, who knew? <laughs> that app is a can't believe dumpster it. fire. Um, but he, yeah, he got hung out last year a lot. Hence his like two and twelve record in the NHL that he, that he brought into tonight's game. Um, but those no, I, those numbers were deceiving, and, and there were a lot of games last year where he did. He made a lot of saves to keep the game, not necessarily keep the team in the game because they were just getting run out a lot of nights, um, but to keep it competitive, you know, keep them within a goal or two. He had a lot of games like that last season. And this season, I think the roster is good enough to maybe give him some leads to play with or to, you know, maybe make up for a goal or two that that goes in. And, and I think, you know, Soderblom, he's, he's another year older he's you know uh, more experience at the north american level co- uh, coming over from sweden in his career early on in his career he's still a young guy too 24 i think so i mean a lot of times it takes goalies you know more time to develop and to get to the nhl level nhl caliber pro um you know cory crawford took a what four full ahl seasons before getting into the, yep. the to the nhl so Soderbloom. um for you know comparison's sake he's ahead of where a lot of goalies uh are when they you know finally get to the nhl and and become nhl regulars so to see him come in have two really good performances to start this season gives you a lot of confidence uh for for him moving forward uh drew Camezzo had a really good first professional game uh, with the ice hogs so where they are in the future of goaltending for the blackhawks Camezzo, Soderbloom, like if it's one or the other, early early indications for this season are positive, and I think, you know, it, 
I would love for Soderblom to, you know, earn the net for his play rather than Mrazek has an injury because I don't want to wish injury on anybody. But I would love for Soderblom to play well enough to be like, no, 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 you're the starter now. And I, I think through two games, it's a really good start to his season. Yeah. Um, and with the goalies, you know, you have Camezzo, his first pro season. He won his pro debut yeah. over the weekend for the Ice Hogs. Congratulations on that. Jackson Stauber, not so good the second game. Uh, and you have Adam Guyan that you drafted who, you know, He's years away. Many years. Goalies are so weird. Like that for, for every Devin Levi who gets in there, and he hasn't been spectacular yet either, but he's at it's, the NHL level. Yeah, yeah. For every one of those, you have Marc-Andre Fleury. Uh, 20 Corey, Corey Crawford, where it yeah. takes years to get there. Um, so, yes, if Soderblom can be very good this year and next year, that gives Drew Camezzo more time to develop. Mm-hmm. And if they're both very good, that gives Guy more time to develop. You can never have too many goaltenders, you can, yeah. not, especially in today's you'd age. Rather, you'd rather have two or three that you can turn to with confidence than none. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, as you know? someone mentioned earlier that, uh, you know, Askarov was drafted 11th overall by Nashville in 2020. He's still in the AHL. Well, yeah. Well, it also helps when you have Juicy Sorrows yeah. as your starter. You don't, <laughs> right, need, yeah. you don't need Let him, him develop and, he's, and play. He's 20 years old. Right, like, exactly. So he needs time. Every goalie's different, and the Hawks, for the first time in a long time, seem to have that position. There's a future there. Yes. The, the, he who shall be not named. He ignored that position in the draft. Maybe, all right, if I got two seventh rounders, I use one on him. Well, he, Ex- he did except draft for the Camesso. Camesso, but, right? But, but before that, but bef- but for many the years, eleven years prior, for to many that. years before that, <laughs> he completely yes. ignored. He's like, oh no. uh, shit, we have no goalies. He in the finally system. went. Well, I guess Corey Crawford's gone. I should <laughs> yeah. probably draft. Yeah. Wait, yeah. hockey players retire? No right. one told me this. Yeah, yeah. So oh, you're right. They've got it in a position where there's some nice prospects developing well Mm -hmm. and we'll see how that goes uh super chat from windy city hockey says soda was outstanding the team played great absolutely uh why don't we rifle through some super chats because i know they're starting to pile up here a little bit oh we got some euros uh big ones uh two euros from alexander says uh, vlasic equals norris joking but how good has he been been talked about it he's been awesome fantastic uh mclovin with 578 it's a very weird okay random but we'll take it uh alex vlasic is our top defensive (laughs) d-man Corey Perry is still a saint, and our depth came up huge tonight. <laughs> our D kids all looked pretty damn solid. Let's go, Hawks. Vla- Vlasic, uh, I, I, I said it on Twitter. We said it uh, here watching the game. No concerns about him. No. Yet yet this season. Like, no, he's just pre- camp, camp preseason, the first four games. I've seen nothing that he's, makes me worry about him. He's not him. only an NHL defenseman. He's a top-pairing NHL defenseman right now. Yeah, he's, he's, he's not playing with Seth Jones by default. No. Like, he's earned he, that position. It just seemed that every time the Blackhawks needed a defenseman and a stick to get in the way, there was number he's 72. There. Yeah. All yep. night long. Using that length and that and reach. Then, and then that pass to Perry was just great. great. Play. I, it was great interesting. Play. Um, Darren Pang mentioned how Vlasic's feet are, are always a 10-2 and I've noticed that about him. Like, he skates, like, with his feet like a duck. And I think what that does is it allows him to kind of box guys out. Yeah. Like, it allows him to be strong on his skates, strong on his base. And, I mean, he's 6'6", so not many people are getting around him anyway. But I thought it was interesting that Darren Pang pointed out, because I had noticed that about Vlasic. 
I thought maybe it's just because he's such a big guy that he kind of has to position himself that way. But if we see Panger at the opener on Friday, I'm going to ask him about that specifically. Like, what does that mean mm-hmm. when you mentioned the 10 and 2? What kind of a bit, like, what is that advantage for a defenseman? I thought it was really interesting because it's something I had noticed watching him in practice and stuff. Yeah. Well, Usually he, behind the net, he does that. When you're, when you're a defenseman of that size, you got to use it to your advantage. You don't want to be scared. You don't want to be six foot six skinny. Yeah, right. You know, <laughs> so having it wider um, makes it, you know, yeah, exactly. Like you said it's 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 to box out people and, and doing it behind the net. There's only so much space there. So if you're six six and you can, you know, square up your legs as I spread on camera um, to square Man. up your legs like More that, you're basically that making it so no one can get around you behind the boards. It's after nine p.m. It's all right. That's true. Um, so I mean it's 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 a good it's a good technique to have and and you know you see guys like uh, like with Bedard and, and Crosby had, that comparison was made early on in in during the first game about how they they skate wide and they use their lower body to create space so um, it's it's great to see a guy like Vlasic who even at at when he was drafted um, you know the, the the talk about his mobility and his skating ability was already like hey like. Yeah, he's six six, but he's not a giraffe on skates. Like he can move pretty well, so that's developed over time, which is great to see. So yeah, I, no concerns about him. Korchinski had a really good game tonight too. Like he was active in the offense. National zone. praise. A lot of eyes on this game tonight. Oh yeah, I saw Matt Larkin mentioned how good Korchinski looks. Like there's a lot of people. Well, Toronto is the center of the hockey world, right? I mean, not it anymore. is. <laughs> it's Chicago, my friends. It shouldn't be, but it is. Uh, they haven't won since 67. Uh, reminder, by the way, 67, subscribe to our YouTube page, please. We're yeah. like about 30 away 30, now. Exactly. Yeah, 30, yeah, 30 away. Let's We're go. Eddie Belfour away from uh, 40,000. Can we so. get to this next super chat, please? Yes. yes uh, super one. chat, 20 bucks from Nate. <laughs> oh, I wonder why. Greg, yeah. you called it. You're an effing wizard. Throw an I extra sure $20 in the collection plate tonight because not only did we beat the Leafs, they got three extra minutes, a goal called back shenanigans and still lost <laughs> four to one hey it's true i said it Some, after saturday night we were all oh my god you, you can't believe they lost to the canadians this is or the way they lost to the canadians yeah and then i i said you know what watch them they're gonna go out and dominate the maple leaves now because hockey is dumb hockey yeah. is dumb hockey, you re- said, you hockey said, remains dumb you said it's, on the pregame it, it is dumb and it is dumb it's fun when it's dumb it's when w- games like this, yes, yeah, very much so. I enjoy the dumbness of and randomness of hockey. <laughs> yes, definitely. Should make a T-shirt about that. <laughs> Dumb is. Fun. I enjoy the dumbness of hockey. Yes, yeah. Uh, super chat from Nick, five dollars. Alex Vlasic played a ten, like a ten-year vet tonight. Arvid was incredible. Imagine if the team played this way in Montreal. That's true, they would want. That's the frustration. That's why I was so pissed after that game. Because we know what they're capable of. We saw it in Pittsburgh. We saw it a little bit in Boston. We saw it in the third and we saw it tonight in Montreal. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. The, the last 10 minutes when they decided, hey, we want to play hockey. And McBaconator says, Leafs fans, last two minutes, hope, no hope. Offsides, hope. Offsides, no hope. <laughs> Pretty sure three more offsides goals called back in there. Powerpoint, hope. PK, no hope. It's <laughs> fun to watch the Leafs fans suffer, isn't it? I enjoy it. I mean, it's, it's, it's a yearly tradition. Um, but this year's <laughs> going to be different. Yeah, no, sure. I mean it's it's uh, it's fun to it's fun to know and watch the Blackhawks be on this be on the stages that they've been on to start this season. Opening night on ESPN, opening night on TNT in Montreal, in Toronto, 
they're going to be on ESPN now again on uh, on Thursday night when they play uh, the Avalanche. And to see consistently, like as a whole, good performances. You know, I know, I know, we you know they lost against Boston, lost to Mont- lost against Montreal, but consistently like good performances. Like you're seeing guys like Alex Vlasic step up, Arvid <coughs> Soderblom uh, play well, Peter Morazic, you know, even playing well. Uh, Connor Bedard is going to get so much coverage this season, um, but the fact that you know he's had positive impacts uh, in in games that you know either he's had a secondary assist or tonight, like you know he was still creating a lot of chances. Um, I don't have any doubts about his performances this year, but it's just good that you know we're we're, we're not stepping into this season first five games on the road, four of them on national TV in America, all five of them on national TV somewhere in North America. Uh, and they're not walking away 0-5 looking, like, yeah. just embarrassing. Like, it's great to have this team on this platform and, like, playing competently. It's such a difference yeah. than last year. Hey, you you beat the Toronto Maple Leafs 4-1 in their building, and Connor Bedard didn't have a point. Yeah. It's his first NHL game without a point. Uh, made a little bit of history tonight, though. Uh, we got a little note here from uh, the game. Connor Bedard is the fourth player in NHL history with 20 shots on goal through his first four career games. Okay. Nice. That sounds good. Do we know who the other three were? Some dudes. They mentioned during the game, and I don't think yeah. it's anyone I'd ever heard of. Okay. Um, but, hey, it's not bad. That's a good thing. Uh, we also have news on who Corey Perry was pointing at. Oh, I, I wondered about uh, that. Shane O'Brien and Scotty Upshaw were in the crowd, and he was acknowledging those two guys in the crowd. I know Scotty Upshaw. Shane O'Brien, did he play? Canuck. Yeah, he was a Canuck. Okay. He was one of the Pudwack Canucks. Didn't he? He's one of knocked out, or was that Willie well, Mitchell? Well, that show was, so was Scotty Upshaw, Pudwack. Yeah. Well, Pudwacks flock together. That's true. Because um, who else would hang out with Pudwack except a fellow Pudwack? You got a point. Um, We're from Pudwackistan. We mentioned that in the pregame show. <laughs> Pudwackistan. Pudwackian. Yeah. <laughs> they are all of Pudwackian descent. Um, <laughs> yes, I. Shane O'Brien, yeah, he was a Canuck. 55, I want to yeah. say. He was. I don't. It was either him or Willie Mitchell that knocked Taves out, like a hard center ice hit that Taves was, was super concussed. I, I want to say Willie Mitchell. Was, I thought it was because O'Brien was on those, like right when that rivalry started to get hot. And yeah, then he was gone. But mm. yeah, I'll have to um, look it up. Over 500 people watching right now, by the way. What's awesome. up? Awesome. And What's we're only 25 subscribers away. All so right, let's go. 25, 500. Make these numbers make sense. Yeah. And smash that like button. We only have 289 likes. We need only. to race to the 40K like Victor Stahlberg. Yes, we, we want it to happen on this show. We, so we you can't say, see it on camera, but we got a ton of balloons up here in a net for, just, for the balloon drop when we hit 40,000. Like, I have a goal horn that's going to scare the hell out of you guys, too. So if you want to awesome, see them jump on camera. I am old and fat. Please keep this in mind when bouncing any new <laughs> sound effects I've, I've, off. I've had, more hero I've had, bread. I've had chili from two of my last three meals. <laughs> oh so bring it on. <laughs> All right. Just warn us, please. Just, just warn us, please. That's for sure. Um, boy, oh, boy. I mean, there, uh, we mentioned a little bit briefly uh, really nice bounce back game for Reichel. Uh, did not get on the score sheet, but good. was playing yes. at all ends of the ice. Uh, really impressed with that back check on two of the most elite scorers in the league uh, in uh, Nylander and Matthews. Um, that's the sort of stuff like you want to see how these dudes respond to poor performances. And I know he finished last game with six shots on goal or whatever, but none yeah. of them were consequential. 
right. felt like, and, and he did not play a, a strong game. Five second, and you saw thing. him bounce back, and the whole team responded well. It's it's that that's the stuff. Like again, with the Montreal game, it wasn't the fact that they lost. You know, it was the it was how they lost, and that was what, what the frustrating thing was. So yeah, the bounce back here is just another reflection on, I think, the character of these guys, and also the coach. You know, and and yeah. the more we see this stuff happen, the more we see this team develop and grow, the more we see this team respond to uh, adversity, the more we get that confirmation that Luke Richardson is a dude here. Yeah, and and I think, you know, I, I don't think I'd be too far out of line to say that, you know, Richardson's message after the Montreal game probably uh, was in line with the stern, disappointed father. And that disappointed. I'm not mad. And that'll and that will even even professional hockey players who are 30 years old or whatever, that'll that'll get to you. Um, And and I'd like to think that, you know, the the message was well received with with the effort that they had tonight. Um, And then and that's why, like you said, that's why all last season, um, you know, it was very it was very uh, easy to get behind Luke Richardson as, as head coach early on because you saw the effort, you saw the kind of performances that the, that team last year was putting in where they had no business being in many of the games that they were either winning or within a goal, you know, having a, having a chance late uh, in the game to, you know, to make something happen. So I think this year, you know, we've talked about it top to bottom. This roster feels better than it was last year um, as far as, you know, depth and, and kind of spreading out the, talent a little bit more and you have Luke Richardson and and, and his coaching staff uh, still trying to instill that work ethic and that that mentality that you know you can outwork a lot of opponents and then that's going to end up uh, bringing positive results so you put that you put those two things together a more talented roster and a a similar work ethic and 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 approach you're gonna have games like this and that's why I think we've all kind of been saying like this team is probably going to outperform what the national expectations and pundits are saying of, you know, oh, they'll be, you know, bottom three in the league and they will probably only have 62 points or whatever. Like, I, I, th- I think they're going to surprise a lot so of I teams. Think it's, I'm really interested to see what the uh, coverage is going to be tomorrow because, like I said, this game had a lot of national eyes on it. Anytime the Leafs play, people watch – um, it's, if, I, I, I don't know. You, you saw a lot of people. I saw uh, Steve Dangle, who I know is very polarizing. People either seem to love him or hate him, but he was kind of commenting on the uh, coverage of Bedard. I'm trying to find the tweet. It was really funny. He says, when Connor McDavid was a rookie, the Sportsnet YouTube channel posted about him a lot, and a bunch of people got mad. You know what more people did? They watched the McDavid stuff. Bedard gets talked about because he should, don't like it, Fill scuba gear with farts and don't watch. <laughs> That's it. That's it right yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Like, Bedard is, I know we've talked a lot about him, but that's because he deserves to be talked about. He's he's that kind of talent, that kind of player. So more, more teams are going to see him. Uh, more, you know, networks are going to highlight him, and it's better for him. It's better for the game. It's better for the team. I'm not mad about it. No nope, not at all. Yep, great response tonight. The Luke Richardson factor, we're going to start seeing that more and more as this team gets better and these younger players get better. I think 
he is going to be the perfect coach for developing these young players because, first of all, he knows when to pull back. He knows not to give them too much. He knows how he knows that, hey, if you make a mistake, get back out there and, and try it again. Just right. don't, you know. I also think he's going to be the, the perfect coach for when this team is ready to compete because uh, he gets maximum effort and execution from him on most yeah. nights. So very exciting times ahead for the Blackhawks. And uh, it would be even more exciting if we get 14 more subscribers before the end <laughs> yeah, of the Yeah, Marky <laughs> says, can I sub a second time? Yes. That's what burner accounts are for. <laughs> yes. Let's go. This is how you get your free trials for things. Yes, you, you should have multiple email addresses. Yeah. <laughs> if we get 14 people to get a burner account and then re <laughs> subscribe. Yeah, we'll it, is, I've already liked it for my four YouTube is, accounts. Is, is Steve from Cicero uh, subscribed? Yeah, come on, Steve. Step it up. Come on, let's go, Steve. We're going to run you over with our Dodge Ram. Yes. We'll show you some Ram power. Because they got Ram power. Ram. <laughs> oh boy! Are you in the market for a new vehicle? If you are, then we've got some great news for you. Ray Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram in Fox Lake have just joined the CHGO team. You got to say Ram with some power. And Come on! Hey, when you read it, you could do it the way. All you right, are, fine. <laughs> At Ray Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, you'll always be able to shop <laughs> one of Chicago Land's largest inventories <laughs> and find unforgettable savings. And right now, during Ram Power Days at seat at Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram, only in Fox Lake, you'll be able to secure zero percent financing or seventeen percent off all new Ram models. And that's not all. Now through October thirty first, explore their newly renovated showroom and take advantage of limited time seven year anniversary savings. So if you're in the market for a new vehicle, then you have to check out the team at Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram because they have the only team we recommend. Visit them today on Route 12 in Fox Lake. For more information, you can head on over to RayCDJR.com today, serving the community since 1963. Get some of that Ram power. There you go. Ram That's power. what I like to see. That's the enthusiasm we're looking for. And, hey, if you want to make some money watching sports, Head over to Circa Sportsbook. They've got their tight money line splits and their low model hold. Games will strive to be a minus 110 split on the Circa Sports menu, unlike other sportsbooks, which may use minus 115 or minus 120 splits. Pff, jerks. Circa Sports <laughs> keeps as little money as possible on large market bets like futures, golf tournaments, etc., especially compared to other books. They've got high app limits and transparency. Circa does not limit players based on their winnings. Every player has the same limits, unlike other books who do limit winning players. Well, that doesn't sound fair. We encourage bettors to download and explore all sports betting apps available and compare the lines from each sports book. Customer service at Circa is the name of the game as well. There are real people behind the Circa Sports brand who resolve issues in a timely fashion, unlike other books who use chatbots and all aspects of the app are being run by the dog. Oh, shit. <laughs> are being run by the same team that runs the main Circa Sportsbook at Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas. Download the Circa Sports Illinois at circasports.com slash Illinois dash app. That is circasports.com slash Illinois dash app to sign up today. Also be on the lookout for Circa events. Watch parties and tailgates. If you or someone you know may have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER, 1-800-426-2537. Text GAMB to 833-234 or 
visit areyoureallywinning.com. And if you're a Leafs fan, no, you're not. Who do you, who do you, who do you, one more, one more. We did it, guys. Jesus. Uh, we're, uh, we hit you, the 40K. I apologize. Who do you text for heart palpitation? I apologize <laughs> for anybody listening to the audio-only yeah, version rip your ears. in their car and have now driven <laughs> off a cliff. Our bad. Um, and hey, that means 40,000. But we hit 40,000. Thank Woo! you. We'll stop bugging you now. And if you did get in an automobile accident while hearing that, uh, head on over to Ray Chrysler Jeep and Ram. They'll get you a new yeah, car. Yeah, they'll get you some Ram power. Hey, that's awesome. Thank you. You everybody. guys are the greatest. See, the power of just asking people to do stuff works. Yeah. Or badgering them until they do. Yeah. Either or, way, the result's the same. Or encouraging taking. them to create burner accounts and <laughs> and subscribe under their hey, burners. It doesn't matter. It's hey. 40,000. 40,000 is 40,000. And uh, we appreciate every single one of those 40,000 subscribers here at CHGO. Uh, without you guys, we don't have jobs and we don't have uh, a CHGO. Uh, community like we do across all the teams that we cover uh bears bulls hawks cubs socks uh red stars fire sky the marathon betting shows all all that stuff um you know we we don't we don't do it uh without you guys so appreciate everybody that has uh subscribed and uh followed along and hopped down the ride with us and um Keep going. Keep keep telling your friends, family, uh, pester your coworkers, and um, tell them to, to check us out and uh, be a part of a, a growing community. Absolutely. And become a diehard, too. Yeah. Tons of great it. perks. You get a free shirt when you sign up and all that great stuff. Uh, save on all of our events, like 20% off our merch and our events. It just pays for itself if you're a Hawks fan. And we should remind you that November 4th, We've got our first yeah, United Center up. takeover that game against the Florida Panthers. That includes a pregame experience at Fifth Third Arena. Yeah. Uh, so come hang out with us November 4th. Go to allchgo.com if we, uh, to get the info on that event. If we get to 50,000 subscribers by November 4th, will you guys strap on some skates with me for that event? No. No. Wow. Fat people. Wow. Just throw it, in, internet throw it in the face Why? of the CHGO Why would I do community. that to my, Why would I expose for myself? For 50,000 uh, subscribers. I don't care. I'd do it for $50,000. Man. I'd still think about it. I don't want to become a forever I don't have the. I don't have the money to cover the insurance bill. It's going to take me to like. Let's strap some pillows to your butts. I've got we'll be those fine. already. We're, fine. Trying to, we're trying to maintain credibility as a hockey podcast. Yes. <laughs> if they see me. Have you ever seen the lady who was stomping grapes and then fell off the stage? And <laughs> That's going to be me forever on the internet of me breaking my ass. No. We have to Absolutely not. We have to get that sound effect. The only way I will do it is if we have like a Dave Chappelle style confiscation of cell phones. Okay. Like when everybody walks in, they've got to lock their cell phone in a bag. It's about the 49 Maybe. minute mark, Stephen. Mark it. We got to get that sound effect clipped. And every time we talk about someone having a bad performance, we're just going to play that. <laughs> no, I am not skating on November 4th, November oh, I 5th. Not in it. I just, it's not good for my health. All right. And well. yes, you're right. If like they're gonna be like, look at these hockey hockey podcasters, they can't yeah. even skate. I'm not doing it. No, nope. embar- thank you. I'll, I embarrass myself plenty on this show. I don't need to do it on the rink. All right. Thank you very much. Yes. All right. We got more super chats. Sure, we got a bunch. Right. Let's let's get through them. We'll do Connor's corner, and then we'll pay off who won. Who's your hawk? It wasn't me. Um, all right. Uh, Steven says Connor still draws the opponent's best defender. 
so that the other lines have it, quote, easier. Uh, that's for sure. And sure. a lot of this game, Connor Bedard was matched up against Austin Matthews yeah. mm-hmm. and was doing pretty well for himself. Which Four meant, shots on goal. Selkie finalist Mitch Marner was out there, too. Yeah. Four shots on goal, uh, two more shot attempts, so six shot attempts. Uh, delivered two hits. Yeah, he had like, one. He had one good one on Marner. He was a factor, and you lost him for the last probably five to seven minutes of the game because the Hawks were trying defense, to hold the yeah. lead. And I know there were some people in the chat I saw saying, "Get him out there, empty net." No, I was saying that. Nope, win the I game. Was saying that because I could have won in my bet. Yeah, me yes, too. but Same here. that was a selfish. <laughs> in terms of hockey strategy, you want to win that game. You want to yes, reward those guys for playing as hard as they did. Connor Bedard will get his points. This is the first game he hasn't had a point. There's absolutely zero reason to worry. So he's just going to have to get two in Denver to get back on a point-per-game pace. That's fine. No problem. Speak it into existence. That's right. Uh, so he had a great game. Uh, aside, you know, not uh, Probably not his most impressive of the, th- of the four, but still a factor every time his skates touch the ice. Every single time. Uh, more Super Chats. Uh, we got a $2 one. From Alton V says, big dubs, let's go. Uh, Gaming for Veterans with the $10 super chat says, congrats on 40K, guys. Thank you very much. And uh, Nick says, any thought on Reichel getting taken off the power play? That's a $2 super chat. So Reichel finished the game uh, with 20 seconds of power play time. But if you remember, there were a couple where they were like cut in half because like the Hawks took a penalty or the Leafs took a penalty than the Hawks did. No, I have it backwards. Yeah. Like so, it no, wasn't that like happen. there weren't a lot of proper two minute power plays. Well, the I forget which power play it was. Might have been the f- the first one that they had of the third period. I think it was the second unit started and he wasn't out there. Right, and then there was yeah. I mean, he had twenty. He was essentially taken off the power play. He had twenty seconds, and Nick Felino had two twenty five. Right, and Connor Bedard had three forty nine. Yeah, period. So he yeah he, I mean that could be, you know. The Luke Richardson, I was just saying, he knows when to pull back on some of these young guys. Maybe it was like, all right, I'm not going to put you out there so you could focus on yeah. just doing what you got to do at five on five. And he, as we mentioned, he played a pretty good defensive game tonight. So, you know, it could be just one of those things where it's like, all right, I'm not going to put you out there because you've, I need you to focus on this instead. Yeah, I, I I'm not going to panic over it, but through four games. Uh, his his offensive game hasn't been tremendous, and just throwing him out there on on the power play uh, to try and get it going is probably not the best route if it's kind of sputtering at this point. So let him, like you said, let him kind of focus on what's working right now. Which in this game tonight, focus on you know your two way game, focus on your 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 uh, defensive game, and and it you know it worked out for him for. Uh, for the best. It took a while, but we have our blue lines tonight. Uh, any guess who the top blue line is? I think it's Athanasiu. I'm going to say Alex Vlasic. It is Andreas Athanasiu. Right. Second That's place. two in a row, right? Uh, I don't know if it was two in a row. Oh, I don't, well, I don't think he was the... I think Tyler Johnson. I think Tyler Johnson oh, might yeah, have had yeah, it yeah, yeah. against Montreal. Second blue line, Seth Jones. Third blue line, Alex Vlasic. Fourth, Boris Kachuk. Which we should take about we a minute or so him. to talk about Boris Kachuk's effort. Very great. Another solid game today. He's shown why he's on this roster. And a lot of people see the name and they see this, the point line and they're like, uh, what, whatever. But 
dude was a beast tonight. That line was really good. I mean, the you, fourth line was great. Before the game, you were kind of like, <laughs> you know, uh, Anthony C. U. and Whistle and Kachuk. That's just kind of a mixed match line, not good together. On paper, I I sent it in our chat group. On paper, I was like, that line is a whole weird mix, and it turned out to be one of the best lines that they had tonight. Anthony C. U. Two apples. And Whistle gets a goal. Kachuk had a number of. Uh, four checking plays mm-hmm. to, to keep plays alive. To He had at least one, maybe two individual efforts where he stripped a puck and got a scoring chance out of it. Like, he was playing very well tonight. And, you know, we, we look at the, the shuffling of, of lines and, and positions and players. Like, Cole Gutman was taken out. Reese Johnson was taken out. Tenorti was taken out of the game tonight. And we were like, ah, you know, I want to try and get Gutman in there. And in the pregame, we were like, ah, maybe you take Kachuk out. Well, how, how do you take him out after that performance tonight? I, yeah, he, no. he stays in. Entwistle, I think, has a performance. All through, all that whole fourth line, Yep. You, I don't think you change you, anything. You don't change the lineup after a win like this. Uh, if anything, maybe you put Tenorti back in for Zaitsev? Or yeah. you got the speed of, of Colorado, Colorado coming up. You know, Zaitsev is a faster skater than Tenorti. And you put Kaiser sure. on the left there. And he was so much more comfortable there today, it felt like. Yeah, his night got better. It was a little rough there in the first period, but that some of that has to do with being on <laughs> your line mate also not helping you out much. But it got better as the night went on. Um, Panger did a good job of illustrating him defending Austin Matthews on a play, mm-hmm. uh, keeping up with him speed wise, using his stick to take the puck away. Like there were a couple, and he he won a battle against Ryan Reeves. Like went into a corner with him and came out with the puck. Like. Yeah. You know, uh, th- like he's, we... He's got no fear. No, There's and no all, about like that. all these guys, like the development is not just going to be like this. It's not just going to be this linear line up, right, right. up, up, up. There's going to be peaks and valleys, and there's going to be games where they struggle and games where they look good, and it's even going to be that way through the course of a game, right, where it's up and down, up and down. But there were those moments from Kaiser where you see the stuff we all saw in preseason that made him win a job and why he's still is getting opportunities out there. I like him on his on his on his correct side. I like him on the left side. Mm-hmm. I mean, from what Luke said about moving a guy to the right side, right? If you really so don't like so Zaitsev, yeah. you want a strong physical defenseman that has the strength to win a puck along the boards. Why can't Jared, Jared Tenorti play on the right? Uh yeah, I mean, he's he's a strong physical guy. I think what you also need, though, is guys that can maybe skate their way out of trouble if if they, you know, fumble a puck off their backhand or don't get it out clear. You know, don't yeah. clear it uh, in a in a situation and have to kind of use their skating to get back. Where Kaiser can do that, sites or uh, Tenorti, I don't believe would be able to do that with his skating. So, I don't know. Do you? You know, it's kind of like do you? What do you balance out the the risk reward with, and it's it's just tough. I mean, Zaitsev, I mean, he he got banged up in in the game. Uh, didn't look didn't look too horrible, but didn't look great. Tenorti, I mean, there's there's not much that he can really do outside of laying a big hit or getting in a fight that makes him look really great as a, as a defenseman. Uh, so I don't know. It's it's they're they're kind of in a tough spot with that basically sixth the defenseman on the team. Who you who you, who do you want it to be? And what position does that put Kaiser in? So he played well. Kaiser played well tonight on his on his normal side, but 
is 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 Tenorti playing on his normal side better than Zaitsev playing on his normal side? Yeah, but I mean, it's a win. It's hard to make change up uh, after an impressive right, four yeah. to one and, win in, and in Toronto. And the the idea that you know Zaitsev is going to be faster than Tenorti against a faster team in the Avalanche that's something to consider as well. Yeah, I think he can keep up with them better than Tenorti. I just see Tenorti just getting piloned. <laughs> in yeah, I um, I think you know I, I don't know it's it's I don't like you said I'm not changing anything next game. This is my lineup. Yeah, I barring mean, injury you're or not, barring some miraculous recovery by somebody, you're not wrong to roll with. I it. mean, it's it's most hockey coaches are you know hey the the lineup wins. I'm not changing anything exactly, especially when it's two guys that make their season debut. In Zaitsev and Entwistle, and then they win, especially Entwistle scoring. There's no way you take him out of the lineup. So no. it looks like Cole Gutman's probably going to watch another game from the press box. And yeah. It, it, and I was wrong. It, I said that Kachuk should shit. Should shit and well, Jesus, dude. <laughs> that too. He will eventually. <laughs> he I will. mean, he's a healthy guy. Uh, he <laughs> should sit and Gutman should play, but Kachuk proved me wrong. He had a really, really good game. Yeah, you can't take him out of the lineup. He's been one of your best penalty killers. Yeah. He's your best four checker. Uh, just, I, I think you know as as much as we said you know before the game started on our chat like ah, what are we doing with that line, but man you get they were great you get Kachuk and Entwistle they're four checking machines and then that just gives Anthony Sioux some space Kachuk would be nice uh, that's what I meant Kachuk, <laughs> Kachuk I'm still thrown off by your shitting comment over there, but. so yeah Gutman you know he had to sit. To, to get Entwistle a game. Uh, and, you know, Gutman didn't win a single face-off the last game. And, and my, obviously Luke saw something in that Montreal game he didn't like. Yeah. So sometimes young guys need to be grounded and be like, this, this, <laughs> your, 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 room. your spot is not guaranteed. So obviously he saw something to take him out. And just because the lineup played so good tonight, I just I don't think he's getting back in in, in Colorado. We'll see what happens for the home opener. On Saturday. Let's we'll get see. a home game already. God, let's go, yeah. please. Um, all right. Uh, it is time to reveal the winner. We should start a call-in sec. No. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> I think Jay would I'm done with call-in segments. That's what the chat you? is for. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you got are, one you right there. You guys are our callers. This way we yeah. ignore the bad ones. That's, that's uh, for the most part. <laughs> bringing back PTSD for Jay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, oh, the Bears should, uh, they should move Zorich to linebacker. Okay, thanks. What about thanks? <laughs> Erlacher should play safety. Okay. They should bring Ditka back. Okay, please hang up on yourself. <laughs> anyway, uh, those were good callers. Uh, let's reveal the winners for Who's Your Hawk. Let's. The winner is That's the two. man with the too small of a head for the helmet. That's two in a row, huh? Mario. Winning streak. That's called a winning streak, my friend. I lost and chose Bedard. I should not. That's like That should be like a special. I point. got screwed. Like, if you pick Bedard and lose, you should not be able to pick him for, like, a week or something. It's your rule, man. <laughs> there should right, be fine. some kind uh, of If you want to make that, that rule on yourself. Somebody had a super chat asking to explain the rules, the ever-evolving rules of our super scientific. <laughs> the floor is yours. <laughs> completely official Hoosier hot game. Uh, basically, we give out two points for a goal. Over here. What the hell? Uh, one point oh, for an sad. assist. And then we give you an extra point if that goal or assist came on special teams or was part of the game-winning goal. So, uh, based on that, 
the three of us combined for one point, and it was Seth Jones' secondary <laughs> assist. Hey. Uh, hey, awesome. Seth Jones has been picked twice in four games, and he's won both times. My win came picking Seth Jones in the Boston game. Um, so keep picking Seth Jones. I, you know, I might. I just ride might. The, ride the wave. It feels, it feels good to wear this helmet as a winner. First, Our first back-to-back winner in Congratulations. Hoosier Hawk history, in the long-storied history of Hoosier Hawk. So, yes, you know, super. And if we have ties, it just gets way too convoluted to speak. <laughs> we just say, we just punch each other as hard as we can. The last guy standing wins. It's, a, it's a, the, the slap fighting. Yes. Yeah. By the way, as Seth Jones is the reason you won, aside from his assist, how about this? Plus three. 27.57 of ice time, two shots on goal, six more shot attempts, two hits, and four block shots. This is his best yeah. game of the year. That was a badass performance by Seth Jones. He played great in this game. He, followed, he was bad against Montreal. He followed up his worst game of the season with his yes, best game of the season. He was outstanding in this game. Yeah. Really, yeah. really good. And it help, It helps that he was playing with uh, all-star Alex Vlasic. So. Yeah. Hey, you know what? But, like, hey, night. as people are very quick to jump out here when Seth Jones has a subpar game, really quiet when he has a good game, isn't it? Yeah. Really yeah. quiet. Right. Yep. Typical. Yep. All right. And now, before we wrap the show up, we got to take a little jaunt Ow. before he falls asleep for the night <laughs> into Connor's corner. Oh, it's back here. We still need that kid song. Pointless for uh, Connor Bedard tonight, 1835. First and last time in his <laughs> NHL career. <laughs> 1835 of ice time, four shots on goal, two more shot attempts, two hits, uh, one four and lost nine faceoffs for 31%. So, uh, again, a factor every time he was on the ice, but this was probably uh, his least effective overall game. Not a criticism, just a fact. Nothing to worry about. Um and you obviously didn't see him towards the end, um, you know, when they were trying to defend that lead. So we'll see how he does against Colorado on Thursday. I don't want to wait till Thursday for a game. Especially Are they 9.30. Coming, yeah, it sucks. They're coming home. They're not. No? I confirm that. Oof. They're going right to Denver. What a, what a road trip. Go visit the NVR bar. Yeah, they could. Right there in Colfax. Yeah. Get yourself the Kyle Mecklenburger. You could do that. What those, was those what Carl Mecklenburg? Yeah, Carl Mecklenburg. What did we get? The, the, nachos. Had the, I had the, the nacho. I had the Forsberger the, and the uh, Avalanche nachos. Yes. The Avalanche yeah. nachos, yes. Folgers it's literally, nachos. literally a, a steel bucket of nachos that they just lift up onto the tray, and it all just pours out in a cheesy, nacho-y goodness. Delightful. It was, it was wonderful. Maybe uh, Connor Bedard can have his first onion ring there or something. Maybe. If he can get in. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, <laughs> can, you can go into the bar and eat. Do they have booster seats there? <laughs> they, <laughs> they might. They might. Uh, but if you are heading over to the DNVR bar, uh, make sure you ask them for a delicious Goose Island, and they'll say, no, that's at CHGO. Because yes, uh, Goose Island is the proud beer sponsor of us here uh, at CHGO, and they have been at Chicago's beer since 1988, and they have a delicious roster of year-round beers for you to choose from and enjoy including the Full Pocket Pills, the everyday beer that the Goose Island Beer Brewers are drinking, the entire family of the uh, the Beer Hug IPAs, and you have the 312 Wheat Ale, the Golden Cans, the staple of their year-round roster. And, <clears throat> excuse me, and uh, speaking of Goose Island beers, we had uh, our CHGO Sports representatives out at the uh, United Center Tasting 
this year. Uh, Emma and Casey were out there for us. Yeah. And they were introduced to, I'm going to pull up the names here. Obviously, the, the Blackhawks Pale Ale uh, is available this, uh, this season again uh, from Goose Island, but also the Bull and Goose West Side Ale that is uh, to honor the Chicago Bulls. Bulls. The design on that can is beautiful. Uh, I will uh, guide you to our CHGO uh, Twitter account, social media accounts, to see some of the designs uh, for the Bull and Goose can. It is fantastic. Like That is such a sleek design. Uh, and from what I hear, a sleek tasting beer. So you can grab all of these ultra fresh brewery exclusive beers uh, when you go to Goose Island's original brew house on Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park, or you can go to their tap room on Fulton Street in Westtown. Again, that is the Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's beer. All right. With that, we're going to wrap the show up. Uh, hey, that is by far, I think, the biggest postgame show we've ever had. Over 500? Yeah. Yeah, for postgame. Yeah, for a significant portion of the show. I, dude, what was not what was counting, Taze, not what was Taze's last game? Was that that was that yeah. that many? I don't remember. Last it was year? up there. We had yeah. more than this in, in for the home for the Yeah, I feel like we had eight hundred in plus Pittsburgh. in Pittsburgh. Well the, the biggest post game show from the studio. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. we appreciate you being here for us. From the awesome. least sticky room that we've been in. Yes. We appreciate it. Three hundred and fifty eight sure. likes is awesome. Uh, you know, when we first started doing these post game shows, if we had a hundred people watching and like 75 likes, we were ecstatic. Yeah. So bigger and better things coming. We owe it all to you. Mario, you said earlier, if it wasn't for all of our listeners, we wouldn't have jobs. It's half true. We'd have jobs. It'd just be shitty jobs. Yeah. Not, not, not great jobs. So, uh, we, there, we, we owe it all to you guys and, uh, yeah, all the support we've gotten from day one, but especially over the past couple of months and first four games of the season has been absolutely incredible and it it makes us want to work harder and do better and bring better content so mm-hmm. we're just getting started just saw this quote from alex vlasic uh, from ben pope it says could be one of my best games for sure i've just taken the next step as the season go as the season's gone on i've been able to progress that's a confident kid and he deserves yeah. to be awesome game for him i think we're going to spend some time uh, really dissecting the Hawks defenseman on tomorrow's show. We're live at 2.30 p.m. Set yourself a reminder. Put it in your phone. Whatever you need to do, turn those alerts on on the YouTube page so you know whenever CHGO goes live. Uh, But we'll have plenty of uh, stuff to dive into on tomorrow's show. We hope you'll join us then. Thanks to Steven for running the show, as always, and for giving us heart attacks with the goal horn. Thank you to you for getting us over that 40K mark. And here's to 40K more and even more beyond that. We'll talk to you tomorrow. 2.30 2.30 on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 